Hello, friends. It's Nicole Knudsen. Please be advised that the second art piece featured in this episode, titled Perspective, a Self-Portrait, contains mention of grief and loss of a loved one. There has been an unfathomable amount of loss and grief in the past year, so I encourage you to skip this section if you need to. It'll be here if you ever want to return to it. Take care of yourselves, and I hope you enjoy the episode. The Photographer, 1942. Jacob Lawrence. Watercolor, gouache, and graphite on paper. It's quite the bustling scene here, isn't it? What a marvel to create the sense of movement within a static image. But Lawrence's depiction of people in motion going about their business on a lively Harlem street accomplishes just that. A large delivery truck rolls along through traffic. A man hauls a cart filled with large labeled sacks. A worker descends into an open manhole, protected from the commotion above him by bright orange fencing topped with an equally bright flag. A horse-drawn cart loaded with a mattress and its frame ambles by. An array of pedestrians pass into and out of the scene. A businessman with a briefcase. A man in overalls carrying a large bundle, presumably a delivery of some kind. And finally, a smartly dressed family and the photographer taking their portrait, whose face is hidden beneath the camera's cloth hood and whose exposed hand works the vivid flash. It is curious why Lawrence chose to title this piece The Photographer when its namesake is but one of many subjects presented in the painting. But perhaps it was the kinship to his own goal for this work. Maybe in his creating a depiction of everyday life, in attempting to capture a moment out of time, he chose to name the piece after the subject attempting to do the same, albeit in a different medium. For that is what the photographer is. A slice of life, plucked from the moment in which it was created, in which Lawrence was first inspired by the world around him and preserved the scene in the work before you, making permanent a series of instants that were meant to pass by and live on in memory and nothing more. Indeed, the flash of the photographer's camera, the brightest and most central feature of the painting, is depicted as angular, far-reaching beams of light, reminiscent, almost, of a hand reaching out to snatch the moment out of the flow of time. Look for a moment, above that flash, to the wheels of the delivery truck in the upper third of the painting. They are a bright, angry red, the only item of that particular hue in the entire busy image. The black circles within and without that red, which make up the tires and hubcaps, lend it the appearance of a pair of wide, staring eyes. Wide, livid, staring eyes. As if they see the photographer's taking of the moment, his pulling reality out of the ether, out of nothing, and transforming it into something tangible and lasting, things it was never meant to be. And they cannot look away. Is the ireful look from the maybe set of eyes the result of horror? Or envy? As the something of a photograph or of a painting, materializes into being where nothing was before, and would never be if not for the person who thought to capture it. A stolen moment, locked in place for as long as this art survives. The eyes are still staring, aren't they? Probably best to look away now. Are you a music lover as well as a fine art lover? 
If you've been enjoying your time here today and are interested in experiencing the estate after hours, make sure to attend our Jazz on the Lawn series. Selected evenings of world-class music experienced out on the grounds and beneath the stars. Feel free to bring a picnic of your own to these events, or you can purchase one of our specially curated gourmet dinner baskets. The menus for these baskets are unique to each and every guest, thanks to the mandatory survey required at the time of payment. These baskets must be ordered at least one week in advance to give the Godfrey chef enough time to plan pairings between the menu and your current existential crises. Will you receive the Kobe beef and Maine lobster surf and turf dish to feed into or perhaps fight against your crushing inferiority complex? Or will you be served the freshest vanilla bean ice cream topped on a warm melt-in-your-mouth chocolate chip cookie to take you back, if only for a moment, to your childhood and the last time that you truly experienced joy? Or will you be given a lukewarm, mediocre hamburger and a bag of stale potato chips because you left no tip on your order and you really need to examine your own selfish tendencies? But whatever meal you choose to enjoy out on the lawn, we hope you'll join us soon for an exciting evening of music under the stars. Perspective, a self-portrait. 1958. Jasmine Rushbrook. Oil on Canvas. This work is largely considered Rushbrook's magnum opus, both for the ambition of its size, it stands at seven feet tall and five and a half feet wide, and her painstakingly realistic detail. It depicts a waterfall cascading down a sheer rock face hundreds of feet high. Above it, the sun sets directly over the space where the water descends over the cliff's edge, and rays of light refract off of the rushing torrent in brilliant golden beams. And above that shine the vibrant yellows and ambers and the softer pastels of sunset, the colors caught and cradled within the wisps of clouds that dot the soon-to-darken sky. And at the base of the cliffs, where the shadows of night have already begun to creep into the scene, and where mist erupts from the water's meeting of the earth, a tiny figure stands, observing it all, only visible thanks to the bright red clothing they wear. As the second half of this piece's title suggests, the figure in red is Rushbrook herself. She adored spending time in nature, both for the peace of mind it brought her and as a source of inspiration. That love is evident in much of her work, but nowhere is her appreciation and awe for its boundless majesty so apparent and so poignant as in Perspective, the final painting she ever created before her passing in 1959. She painted it for Annabel Godfrey, a woman she had loved and been loved by for so long. Though their relationship was riddled with highs and lows, their separate, winding paths through life always brought them back together in the end. To the very end, in Rushbrook's case. Whether Rushbrook meant the painting to be something for Annabel to remember her by, or something to console her after her loss, is uncertain. Most likely, it was a bit of both. For Rushbrook knew better than most the depths to which Annabel felt all things, both joys and sorrows. And so Rushbrook knew just how hard her partner would take the loss. Perhaps that is why the overwhelming sensation emanating from perspective is one of peace, of an island of calm in the midst of so much motion and change. One could infer that Rushbrook had come to terms with the fact of the dwindling amount of time remaining to her, that her years on Earth, shorter than some, longer than others, gave her the emotional perspective on display in the painting before you. 
For in this image, she created a world in constant motion, all rushing rivers and setting suns and shadows ever lengthening towards her. But oh, how marvelous to witness it all while she could. How glorious that, small and insignificant as we are, we may burn as brightly as the sun in our own small and significant ways, and that the turning of the world, the rhythm of the universe, continues after all memory of our existence has faded, that the sun will rise and set and rise again, for others, if not for us, on and on and on. Thank you for listening to the Godfrey Audio Guide. This episode was written, produced, and performed by Nicole Knudsen, with sound design and editing by James Ferrero. Enjoying your trip to the estate? To keep up with the Godfrey, follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Godfrey Guide, or visit our website, posted in the show notes below. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on your podcast app of choice. If you're interested in becoming a sustaining member of the show, make sure to visit our Patreon page patreon.com slash the godfrey audio guide in addition to our various membership tiers you'll also find full episode transcripts for any who wish to read them until next time friends see you back at the museum for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time there's granger Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.